creating cultural awareness and understanding. This is Culture Click. Culture Click is written and produced by KQALFM on the campus of Winona State University. Today on Culture Click, we learn about pop up shops and streetwear from Max Hayden and Parker Peterson, creators of local streetwear line Mavelli. They recently had a pop up shop in Treatum in downtown Winona. Through our conversation, I found that pop-up shops and even fashion itself aren't always about money. In fact, for these two young entrepreneurs, it's all about building community. I'm Bill Stoneberg with Max Hayden and Parker Peterson, creators of Ma Valley Streetwear on Culture Click. I'm here with Max Hayden and Parker Peterson. They're the creators of Ma Valley. Uh, it's a streetwear line, and there's a pop-up shop going on down at Treatum today with uh, Ma Valley Streetwear. Uh, how are you guys doing today? We're doing good. It's a beautiful day for it, and we're excited for the event. We're excited to be out here, and we're really grateful that Tree Dome's letting us kind of take over their space, do a little music, have a little sale going on, and try some different things that went on here. Yeah, for sure. We're going to have a lot of fun today. We got music. We got uh, this beautiful venue for us, so I'm excited. Excellent. Yeah, it's a great, uh, great venue for this, and uh, it's a great day. So hopefully, you got a lot of traffic down here, uh, and students are back. So that's a plus as well. Um, so first of all, I kind of want to get into like, how did you guys get into fashion and streetwear, and uh, and maybe you can explain to me what's you know, because some of our listeners might not know what's the difference. Like, what exactly is streetwear in the fashion world, or or compared to fashion? Definitely, um, I would say streetwear. It kind of stems off of like a culmination of sportswear and your traditional designer wear. So you have your upper echelon brands making, you know, leather handbags, you know, maybe a couple thousand dollar garments there. And you're kind of mixing it with that kind of 90s era style sportswear with it. So in that, like just going going through like high school sports like into college it's kind of what influenced me because I was on the sportswear side of it and it's just you know it's something different it's you know something that not everybody's wearing and that's what kind of intrigued me is the uniqueness of it okay okay that's a good explanation anything to add there Parker um well with streetwear it's more of like a it's an exclusivity type of thing it's like obviously like these big designer brands it's like they have these big uh, these drops where only like the ultra rich and like the only these rich people can get them um, and with streetwear we're trying to keep that exclusivity but we're trying to do it at a smaller scale and we're trying to just get it local and trying to like build a community around it and being able to like have supporters that like we know and that we talk to and that we reach out to them and they reach out to us and it's just like it's a community building type of thing. Okay, that's that's interesting that you say that because I was going to touch on that a little bit like uh, you know what's um, what do you think the main benefit is for the community? Like, uh, how does it really connect, you know? So, nowadays, everything is online. Everything. So, people don't get the connection to that brand or to that store like they would with, like, a brick-and-mortar shop or with, like, a local brand. So, things that we try to do, we try to just keep it local. We try to, like, support local artists, support local venues, just do what we can to, like, build our community because, like, that's the foundation of our brand okay okay do you think like doing a pop-up shop like this do you think that helps to build that uh, sense of community oh yeah of course um we we started out doing this in our living room and would have people we'd invite people in and be like hey here's our address come through like buy some stuff let's have a good time and so now we're just like expanding a little bit more and now we're actually getting venues and getting 
you know, the ability to book artists and all that type of stuff. So, like, it's just really, really exciting. When you do a pop-up shop, do you sometimes do it in conjunction with, like, a band or something like that going on at the same time or, like, right after each other? Or um, So this will actually be our first event incorporating music, and it's something I've wanted to do, but, you know, being in our house, it's sometimes not possible, especially, you know, renting or what have you. And last month we had a pop-up shop in Rochester um, over at the Castle Community, and that was a lot of fun, but we just didn't end up getting to incorporate a band into it. But something like that, I think, kind of goes hand in hand. You know, you have local art through clothing, and you also have local art through music, and it's kind of that conjunction that, like, I would love to incorporate more into our events just to make it kind of double-sided to a sense. Okay, okay. How did you guys get uh, initially started in, like, expressing yourself through uh, clothing and design? So, um, I actually used to do hip-hop music myself, and it was just one of those things. Um, I worked with a clothing brand out in Madison, Wisconsin, that was originally based out of Rochester. And um, I worked with him in marketing, helped him with some design, and it just ended up with the distance and a few other things that, you know, I kind of wanted to branch out and start my own thing and just kind of focus more on, you know, having really good quality garments, but not sacrificing price for quality, per se. So we try to keep it as high quality as possible, and it's still you know, your $20 t-shirt, you know, $40 for a hoodie, just, you know, kind of baseline. Right. So affordable yet unique and cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we try to mix it up with, you know, different materials, especially in like while we're printing, I like to work with, you know, kind of bleach splattering. Sometimes I'll like paint splatter a jacket and just working with, like we have some prints that are felted, like they feel like pool table felt. So it's not your traditional like screen printed t-shirt. Okay, nice, nice. Some unique stuff. Uh, Parker, how did you get into uh, creating clothing and design? Well, like, I, I lived with this, with Max, and... Uh, <laughs> with this? <laughs> and uh, it was just, like, I saw him, like, doing his music stuff, and then he stopped doing that, and it's just, like, he needed a creative outlet, and I was just kind of there to be, like, a tastemaker more than anything. It's just like, oh, yeah, what about, what do you think about this? Like, what should I do with this? And it's just, like, I'm there to kind of, like lead it a little bit like but he has the creative direction and i'm just like kind of like a curator i guess okay so so you guys mentioned like you know paint splatter stuff like that do you guys do all the work yourselves like um you know how does it really go down how does do you is it found stuff and then you alter it or put your own spin on it how does that work so it's not going to be your necessarily like your traditional like we're cutting and sewing fabric into t-shirts. Um, we do buy like bulk t-shirts um, from a website and then all of the printing is done in-house. Um, the only, only a few things, like I hand splatter everything when we do like bleach or paint or anything like that. So everything is kind of in tune with production. The only thing I've really outsourced is we have stickers that I just ordered online because I don't have a decent printer for it. Um, our skateboards that we just got in, um, those were ordered. And I actually, I try to keep it as local as possible when I outsource. So um, there's a t-shirt shop down the block that I went to for some embroidery for some of our t-shirts as well recently. 
Okay, I like that. Keeping it local, that, that builds that community aspect yeah. of it even more. So, you know, uh, Parker, you were talking about before about how uh, this helps build community and stuff like that, doing pop-up shops. Um, how do you, what do you think is, is really important about, you know, fashion and design itself? You know, I mean, it's an expression for you guys, of course, you know, an artistic expression. Uh, how do you feel that, you know, people who wear your stuff, how does that affect them, you think? Well, I mean, it shows that they're... I think a little bit more open-minded in the fact that they just don't need to wear like the best brand out there. Like they can like see something that we make and be like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Like I'll wear that. Like, and it's anybody can just like buy the stuff for it and just make whatever they want. But like, you can kind of tell if it has like meaning behind it and if it has like a message behind it. And with some of the stuff that we've seen around here, it's just like, yeah, like that stuff's cool. But like, you guys don't we need we need to have like passion you know what i mean mm-hmm. and have that ability to build the community Right, so I'm hearing a lot about sense of community. Um, it's definitely an artistic expression for you guys. Uh, so, like, if someone out there is kind of making their own stuff, too, and they get inspired by you, do you see that as, like, competition? Or I'm getting the feeling that maybe that's, that's a good thing, that you're spreading people, you know, expressing themselves and being unique in their own uh, choices and their clothing and stuff. Yeah, definitely. I mean... I've seen a few more brands pop up around the area just recently, and I wouldn't, I mean, I can't say necessarily if we've in, influenced them or not, but it is cool to see just kind of, you know, other people trying to do their own thing. I don't really see it as competition at all, really, because, like, a lot of our pieces, you know, we're kind of going in one direction, and other people are going in a different direction. It's kind of the same, I guess, genre of clothing but it's definitely taking a different spin on it and i'm fine with that i'm also fine with you know it's the same as like promoting local music you know kind of bring everybody up if one band is you know doing well and another band is kind of up and coming that that's not competition for you you know play the same set you know kind of bring up the the community together you know Nice. I like that you said that because that's what I was thinking is it seems like, you know, the more people that get into doing stuff like this, the better it is for all of us, right? Yeah, definitely. And especially because we're a buy, sell, trade kind of format with our shop, you know, other people doing this, you know, it definitely creates kind of a circulation, I guess, because, you know, people will come in with their old clothes or some clothes that they've never worn and just want to part with and we can offer them you know a good deal on a trade get them some new you know garments for especially the upcoming school year um and just kind of you know do a little swap that way rather than being entirely like sales focused Right. I like that. I like that attitude a lot. I'm talking to Max Hayden and Parker Peterson. They're creators of Mavelli. It's a streetwear line, and they're having a pop-up show here at uh, Treatum, downtown Winona, and uh, right here on 89.5 KQAL. And then, you know, Max, we were talking a little bit before we started here. Max, you had mentioned you're a uh, marketing major. Um, and how do you think that, does that play into the way you get your designs out there and the way you, you know, um, maybe promote the pop-up shows and things like that? How does that work? Does it inform each other yeah definitely i feel like especially at wsu their um college of business is incredible and like a lot of their you know they've kind of strayed away from doing standardized testing and more 
they're being more community based and kind of like we work on projects for, you know, different businesses in downtown Winona and kind of promoting that. So I think that's played into that because you get that real world experience from that, but from a different perspective. And it definitely helps play into, you know, what we do here, what we change up from event to event, um, what we can add, you know, everything. And, you know, from here, I try to be a student for classes. From classes, I try to be a student for doing these pop-up shops. So it definitely plays kind of hand-in-hand. Awesome. I like that. So do you think that, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of smaller towns or towns about this size of Winona, you know, uh, try to revitalize their downtown and things like that with brick-and-mortar stores. Do you think that, uh, you know, pop-up shops in venues like this and venues like Treatum, uh, do you think that it's even a more of a benefit for the community than just a brick and mortar store or, you know, where do you see the benefit coming from there? Um, well, with this, at least we're not stationed in one spot, right? We have the ability to move around. We can go to locations, we can go to different cities and we can like just see all of these different people and event places. And being able to do that is a lot better than just having to sit in one spot and have to wait for the people to come to you. That's, that's good. That's really good for the customers. And I suppose like a venue such as Treatum, you kind of, you get different, well, like you said, you move around. So you're going to get a different crowd than say your living room, right? right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would say um, from event to event, we definitely have a return clientele. But we also have a lot of people that will come in for the first time. Our pop-up that we did back in May, um, we set out in our front yard rather than in the living room because it was nice out. And our neighbors came over and they're like, hey, what's going on here? And they you know, wouldn't have known about it otherwise. So it definitely, I like bringing in kind of you know, being in different places for events just because it provides a different atmosphere, kind of a different feel to the event. And we kind of try to play that to our advantage and promote the business as well you know a lot of these maybe a lot of these kids haven't been in a place like this or you know haven't been in a certain business and bringing them in for an event like this it might be like hey i should come back for a show or hey i should come back and you know shop for some records nice so even doing a pop-up shop for mavelli promotes other artists and things going on in the area as well right yeah definitely Okay. Um, so do you guys, uh, does Mavelli uh, sell products online as well or just in uh, pop-up shops? Yeah, we do have an online site. Um, we try to keep it updated as much as possible. Um, but with just everything being kind of in-house production, um, it's a lot of times kind of limited quality. Sometimes, like for events, we will print and curate things that will only be available for that event and won't be available online so it's kind of that um playing on that like hey get here like get the experience instead of you know strictly shopping online and i know you know kind of growing up and you know even going to the mall or different kind of clothing you know doing clothing shopping it's a lot better of an experience to kind of be there and you know talk to someone who's trying to you know put you in something that you like and someone who's trying to like connect with you and i feel like especially with these pop-up events we can kind of just be on a personal level with most of our customers which is great 
Nice. Another way to build community, of course. And uh, I like the, you know, it's almost like a comparison. You could compare uh, live music. You know, this is almost like a live show as opposed as opposed to listen to the album at home. You know, or shopping online for something that you know everyone else can buy at the same time. You know, so that's pretty neat. Um, and do you get do you get feedback from people that you know? Do they kind of say the same thing that this feels like an experience instead of just shopping? You know. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of the times, especially in, you know, kind of a tighter knit venue like this, we encourage people to kind of, whether or not there's music, just kind of hang out and, you know, socialize, make it more of a social event than like, oh, I'm going to go shopping. Like you're going to our event. You're not necessarily like going out to buy a couple things from, say, a clothing store or, you know, a general store or something like that. You can more so connect with your audience, it sounds like. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So we talked a little bit about how pop-up shops can uh, you know, build community, things like that, bring artists together, bring the audience in. Um, how do you feel that like, streetwear and fashion design itself, how do you feel that matters to people? Like, how, like, what does it mean to you guys? And what do you think you know, uh, people get out of that? I mean, it's definitely kind of a flooded market where you have, you know, you have the genre of streetwear clothing but then you have so many like subdivisions of that and it kind of varies by like what region you're in in you know in the united states and elsewhere you know you kind of get a different feel in clothing so i feel like when people come to our pop-up shops you know one person might want a certain brand because you know nobody else is wearing that around here and it's just kind of an expression of self you know it kind of varies from person to person and i really feel like because a lot of these labels that we carry outside of our own brand are you know maybe based in new york maybe based in london maybe based elsewhere a lot of the times you know especially in the midwest here you know north of chicago a lot of the times you don't have a lot of access to you know those labels so that definitely adds to the appeal of it just because you know, someone might come in and they're just like, wow, I've never held a shirt like this before. Or I've never held, like, a piece of clothing like this before. Okay, okay. So it kind of, uh, that I think that uniqueness kind of adds to the, um, maybe adds color to our community, correct? Yeah, definitely. And it, I mean, there's a mall in La Crosse and there's a mall in Rochester. And a lot of the student body will go and shop there. And I think that's great. But... If you come here, you're not going to find anything that's in those malls. You know, those malls aren't going to have any of these garments. So I think it kind of adds to that experience. Well, and, you know, so say you go out somewhere and you're wearing Mavelli. If you run into someone else who's wearing Mavelli, it's not like, oh, no, they got the same thing I on. It's almost like they can connect that way too, right? Yeah, definitely. And with a lot of our designs, we try to, you know, we have our base t-shirts that you know will maybe print four of a design you know do a full you know partial or full size run and then we also focus heavily on doing like one of one garments or one of two garments so keeping it so maybe you have the same black t-shirt on with the same design on it but it's a different colorway in the design so kind of keeping it the same so it's a connection there but also you know different the very same time. 
Okay, great. Well, it's a really cool thing. I encourage anyone to uh, look these guys up. And you guys have a Facebook page, right, Malvelli? Yep. And you can find us on Instagram at Malvelli as well. Okay. Where would people go? Would you say Instagram would be the best place to go to find out about uh, where you're at, what you're doing? Yeah. With a lot of our events, I always make Facebook events for our events, but most of our posting and content is through Instagram. Um, we try to do, you know, kind of different, you know, promotional videos, you know, have some fun with it, you know, play around with some different things and kind of shine some light on the Winona community while doing it. Okay. Sounds good. Well, like I said, I encourage anyone to look these guys up online. Their stuff is really cool. I'm talking to Max Hayden and Parker Peterson. They're the creators of Ma Valley Streetwear, and they're doing a pop-up shop down here at Treatum and uh, downtown Winona. So uh, thanks so much for being with us today, guys. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks again to Ma Valley creators Max Hayden and Parker Peterson for joining us today on Culture Click. To find out more about Ma Valley or when and where their next pop-up shop might be, just search Ma Valley on Facebook. That's Ma Valley, spelled M-A-U-X-V-E-L-L-I. To keep up on all things Winona and the surrounding area, tune into Culture Click Thursdays at 12:30 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from Max Hayden and Parker Peterson, creators of Ma Valley Streetwear, on Culture Click. Creating cultural awareness and understanding. You've been listening to Culture Click. Support for Culture Click is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Culture Click is produced by KQALFM on the campus of Winona State University. For more information, look us up on the web at kqal.org. And thanks for listening to Culture Click. Are you interested in all things Winona and the surrounding area? Find podcasts of Culture Click and all your favorite KQAL shows by going to kqal.org and looking for program archives under the media tab. Culture Click is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.